Joe Biden just invented one of the coolest new weapons I've ever heard of. Who in God's name needs a weapon with 100 rounds in a chamber? <laughs> Man, 100 rounds in the chamber. 100 rounds in the chamber. My gun only chambers one round. How do you get 100 rounds in the chamber? That's amazing. Could you imagine the firepower? You pull the trigger and instead of one round, 100 rounds shoot out at once. That would really stop the crime problem we have in our major cities, wouldn't it? Next time somebody gets carjacked in D.C., all you got to do is pull out that weapon that chambers 100 rounds and whoever's trying to take advantage of you is going to flee. There's no dodging that bullet when it's, well, 100 bullets. <laughs> What's up? This is Marquez Saves the Republic. A hundred rounds in the chamber. That's just incredible. I, I didn't even know that such a thing existed. Probably because it doesn't. This is what happens when you send somebody to Washington, D.C. who has no clue about anything, especially guns. This is what happens when you send somebody to Washington, D.C. to protect our Second Amendment rights, and they have no idea how many, gun, how many rounds go in a chamber. Joe Biden has given some of the worst gun advice anyone's ever given. Did you remember when he said this to his wife, Jill? He said, Jill, if there's ever a problem, just walk out on the balcony here, or walk out, put that double barrel shotgun and fire two blasts outside the house. I promise you, who's ever coming in is not going to. You don't need an AR-15. By the way, a couple of things. First of all, if you take a double barrel shotgun and you fire two blasts in the air, then anybody approaching your house is going to know that you're out of ammo. <laughs> you've got to you've got to stop and reload. A double barrel shotgun it ha it has two uh, two cartridges in it, and once you blast them both in the air, it's pretty. You're you're free and clear as a criminal. That's like an open invitation. Double barrel shotgun. Boom, boom. Oh, she's out of ammo. Let's go get her, boys. That's exactly that's Joe Biden's advice to his wife. Empty your entire weapon into the air and uh, and let the criminals roam free. Also, I don't know about this. I have to check the laws in Delaware. But I'm pretty sure you can't just shoot shotguns into the air unless, of course, you're Joe Biden. You can do whatever you want. You can shoot shotguns into the air. You can smoke crack cocaine. You can steal money from Ukraine and China. Oh, you know what else you can do? You could actually lie on a federal gun form, get the gun while you're strung out on crack cocaine and then just dump it in a trash can near a, near a public school at a grocery store or better yet, have your dead brother's widow uh, stashed there. That's what that's what the Bidens do. Man, 100 rounds. That is just that is just incredible. Could you imagine how much money you'd have to spend on ammunition just to like go to to uh, target practice just to just to cock that thing? Man, you you you're telling me you cock that thing? That's like three hundred rounds of of ammo, depending on what caliber uh, that you've put in the chamber. That's just that's just incredible. Listen, that's not even the dumbest thing that's going on today in the House of Representatives. We have Republicans who are actively campaigning, or rather, working with Democrats to try to choose a Speaker of the House. This is ridiculous. This is unheard of. And the strangest thing about this entire story is it's not like, you know, these New York Republicans or these California Republicans or any of these blue state Republicans who you think would have trouble trying to muster votes and support. No, these are red state Republicans. Mike Rogers from Alabama, who apparently has one of the worst toupees in Washington, D.C. and probably the United States of America. Mike Rogers from Alabama uh, he's furious and he's reached out actively to Democrats to try to come up with some consensus. He's asking them, what would they need to help him elect a Speaker of the House? What kind of concessions can he make to the Democrats to get somebody other than Jim Jordan elected to the speakership? It's really bizarre because last time I checked, yep, Alabama was a red state. Alabama was highly conservative. Alabama would love Jim Jordan 
as their Speaker of the House. But Mike Rogers apparently has other things in mind. Mike Rogers wants to work with Democrats to choose somebody other than Jim Jordan because, well, maybe Mike Rogers is getting money from someone other than Alabama Republicans to stay in office. Maybe Mike Rogers is getting a lot of money from, oh, I don't know, military special interest groups. Uh, Maybe he's getting dark money campaign donations. Maybe he's getting money from lobbyists. And maybe all of those people are saying to him, hey, listen, we're going to expose you. We're going to let everybody know that we own you. We're going to cut you off of the past. We're going to destroy your congressional career unless, of course, you get in there and fight against Jim Jordan because we want that Ukraine war to go on. Gosh, darn it, because we make a lot of money when a lot of people, you know, when we send tanks and and, yo, you know who would love that 100 chamber uh, gun that Joe Biden's talking about? Mike Rogers and whoever's paying his bills in the um, in the military industrial complex. Another guy who's acting silly in the Republican Party is our own representative, John Rutherford. And when I say our own representative, I mean, he's like represents this area right here. He was on my ballot. I think I voted for him, although he did run uncontested. So that's a real issue. I don't like these uncontested elections. Whenever someone runs uncontested, it means they don't really feel like they have to answer to anybody. They didn't really beat anybody. They just kind of got anointed into the role. And I think they see it differently than somebody who has to uh, work for the voters and answer to the voters and knows that they're going to go back in two years and have to get reelected. If you have to get reappointed, I don't think it holds the same weight. But whatever, this guy, this guy, John Rutherford, he was our sheriff for a while. He was a pretty decent sheriff. And I've had some complaints about the way he represented our district, but not many until today. Listen to what he told a reporter on Saturday about the speaker race and Kevin McCarthy, who was not only ousted from the speakership, but announced he would not be running for speaker and has since endorsed Jim Jordan. Okay, where I'm at right now is I'm uh, um, since the folks that want to follow the majority, which is the rule, we should follow the majority. Kevin McCarthy had 96 percent. Four percent took him out, joining with the Democrats. Now we're in conference where the Democrats don't get the vote. And I'm back with Kevin McCarthy. Uh, Since he, out of all of the folks that have thrown their hat in the ring, he is head and shoulders above the rest in in the majority that he's able to put together. It was 96%. Now, this is flawed math, by the way. This is flawed. But this is a lie that I hear a lot of Republicans say. I've heard a lot of Republicans say it on the news. I've heard a lot of Republicans say it on Twitter. I've heard, or X, rather. I've heard a lot of Republicans say it everywhere. And it's wrong. It's false. Kevin McCarthy did not have 96% of the vote. Kevin McCarthy had less than 50% of the vote because the entire House of Representatives selects the Speaker of the House. And Kevin McCarthy needed a strong majority of more than 50%. He couldn't get it. He got less than, more than 50% of the House of Representatives said, get rid of this guy. Now, of course, they're talking about the Republican conference, the contingent. And they're saying only 6% of Republicans in the House of Representatives did not support McCarthy. Only 6% ousted him. Well, the fact of the matter is, those 6% don't actually work for the other Congress people. Congress isn't a majority rule type thing. We don't elect uh, 221 Congress people as Republicans. We elect one. I elected John Rutherford, unfortunately, or rather he was just appointed because <laughs> he ran uncontested. In uh, Florida's District 1, they picked Matt Gates. In South Carolina, they picked Nancy Mace. You know, this is the way it works. You go around the country. Everybody says, this is the person I want representing me. So with Matt Gates, Nancy Mace, Tim Burchett, all these people say, hey, my district, my people, they don't like Kevin McCarthy. They don't like this reckless spending. 
They don't like that our uh, conservative agenda isn't being pushed through. They don't like that Hunter Biden hasn't yet been subpoenaed in what is clearly one of the biggest one of the biggest corruption cases this country's ever seen in the White House. They don't like any of that stuff. They don't like this slow moving, slow rolling, lollygagging stuff that McCarthy's doing. They hate the infrastructure bill and the debt bill. They hate that there's going to be 85,000 new IRS agents. They hate that Kevin McCarthy rolls over to Joe Biden and the Democrats and comes back and celebrates like he's some kind of amazing negotiator. They hate all of that. And those are the people that they represent. And what we're starting to see now is clearly a lot more of this country would like more conservative leadership at the top. And that more conservative leadership is Jim Jordan. But John Rutherford, for whatever reason, doesn't believe that the people here in his district, which I am and which I can tell you want Jim Jordan, uh, they don't believe that he doesn't believe that these people want Jim Jordan. He doesn't believe that Jim Jordan represents him. He's still hung up on Kevin McCarthy. And you have to wonder, what did Kevin McCarthy promise this guy? What is it? What does he owe to Kevin McCarthy? Why is he so in bed with Kevin McCarthy, so enamored with Kevin McCarthy? Why is it that he's like, oh, Kevin, I miss you so much. I will fight tooth and nail to bring you back when Kevin McCarthy is already supporting somebody else for the job that he said he doesn't want anymore. It's a weird thing. You would think it's soft. You would think it was uh, this dark money. You would think it was special interest. You would think it was the lobbyist. It's not. It's actually something even worse. It's ego. I, I'm a no on allowing Matt Gates in the in the other seven to win by putting their individual in as speaker. Okay. Ah, so now we get to the heart of the matter. He doesn't like Matt Gates. He doesn't want Matt Gates to win. He doesn't want the other seven to win. He doesn't want these people to get their choice for Speaker of the House. So he doesn't care how many of his constituents like Jim Jordan. He doesn't care how many Republicans like Jim Jordan. He doesn't, you know, let's go back to what he said. The majority rules. The folks that want to follow the majority, which is the rule, we should follow the majority. Okay. The rule is we should follow the majority, John Rutherford. Well, the majority wants Jim Jordan. He's majority Jordan right now. And uh, if you want to follow your own rule, or at least the rule that you think that the uh, House of Representatives should follow, then you've got to get behind Jim Jordan. But you don't. You're just pissed at Matt Gates and the rest of them. You're just mad because they booted your buddy out of his speakership because he wasn't doing his job to their satisfaction. And now you're so sore that you're going to tie up business on the House floor and for this country just because, just to spite them, just so they don't get their way. Man, I can't wait till the next election here. We are going to hopefully seek some kind of speaker vote uh, this week. And, and here's the problem that we have. So far, these speaker votes, these conference votes, this, this behind the scenes type stuff, it's all been secret ballot. And when it's secret ballot, it's totally different. When you know no one's going to see how you vote, you vote differently. When you know you've got to get up and they're going to call your name and they're going to say, Mike Rogers, Alabama. And then you have to say something stupid like, whoever the Democrats choose or Hakeem Jeffries or whatever he's going to say. It's a real, it's a different story because then it becomes news. Then your constituents find out about it. Then back in Alabama, all of a sudden you got, you got Crimson Tide rolling all over your butt. That's a problem. John Rutherford, he's going to have to get up on the floor of the uh, house one day. And when they say, who do you want? And everyone else is voting for Jim Jordan. This old fool is going to have to go Kevin McCarthy. And Kevin McCarthy is going to be like, John, I told you, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing the on the uh, McCarthy. A it's not happening. But, you know, again, ego, money, lobbyists, power, it's all, it's, that's what's really running Washington, D.C. these days. And, well, it's a tough uphill climb. Uh, I believe that once the vote gets to the floor, once these people have to pu personally and publicly uh, pronounce who they're supporting, 
I believe it's all going to change. I believe that everyone will fall in line for Jim Jordan. I believe that Jim Jordan will get the votes. I believe the majority will rule. And I believe that Jim Jordan will be able to push forward in a much more rapid way the uh, conservative agenda that people want. Also, as we look forward to 2024, having Jim Jordan as Speaker of the House is a great tool put in place for President Donald Trump. Remember, Donald Trump endorsed Jim Jordan right out of the gate. It's another reason why a lot of these Republicans probably are fighting against him. It's another reason why a lot of these Republicans are probably like, oh, anybody but Jordan. A vote for Jim Jordan is a vote for Donald Trump's candidate. And we hate Donald Trump, so we don't want to vote for Jim Jordan. What are we going to do? It's one of those, again, it's a spiteful ego, never Trump uh, kind of situation that we're in. Uh, but anyway, but it would be a great it would be a great tool in the chest when Donald Trump comes back to the presidency. Think about this. You've got a conservative speaker of the House in a Republican uh, controlled House of Representatives. If we can win back the Senate and get the White House, forget about it. I mean, it's going to be America is going to be so great. We're going to we're not even gonna, it's not we're not even going to be able to make it any greater. It's going to be like we've tapped out on greatness. We've made this country so great. There's absolutely nothing more we could change. Let's just kick back and sip margaritas by the pool while we watch our money flow into our bank accounts. Uh, the taxes not flow out of our bank accounts. The border be secured and us not have to worry about inflation or eggs costing nine dollars a gallon. And uh, and, you know, crude oil is just going to flow out of the tap like water. You're going to put it right into your car. OK, you don't want to put crude oil right in your car that you want to make sure it's refined into uh into patrol yeah it doesn't mean you know the just basically it's going to be amazing that's my that's my that's my bold prediction uh all right look coming up we got the marquee show at noon a lot more to cover about the speaker of the house about what's going on with hamas and israel because there's this weird thing going on where people think they can be pro-american and pro-hamas at the same time and they just that just doesn't vibe i just doesn't vibe that's like being that's like being a taylor swift fan but thinking john mayer's cool and she blew their relationship totally out of proportion you can't be both, folks. You got to pick a side. You're either pro-American or you're pro-Hamas, but you can't be both. Um, we'll get into a little bit of that. Also, man, our our Matt Gates boo all you want shirts and our John Fetterman costumes and everything else we've had uh, put on our uh, Marquee shop for Halloween have just exploded, especially over the weekend. Thousands of these shirts are flying off the shelves. They're headed to you for Thanksgiving or for Thanksgiving for Halloween, and a lot of people are going to be dressed up in the uh, in the coolest Marquee shop fashions this halloween and i'm i'm excited for you i want pictures by the way when you get your when you get your matt gates oh boo all you want shirt when you get your john fetterman costume when you get your uh your sniff or treat biden hoodies take a picture and send them to me so i can share them with everybody because i want to see how good you people look um because i know you're gonna i know you guys are gonna look good uh go to markeshop.com and don't forget to use coupon code save the republic so that you can save 10 percent off your entire order. That's coupon code Save the Republic to save 10% off your entire order. Like, subscribe, uh, set notifications for this podcast because we're going to bring it to you every single day. We've got a lot more to talk about. This speaker's race hopefully will be wrapped up this week. If not, we got even bigger problems and we got to, we got to, we're going to have to make some phone calls to Mike Rogers and John Rutherford's offices for faux show. Uh, but like I said, join me at noon. We'll talk all about it. We'll give you even more information. We'll give you even more inspiration. We'll give you even more entertainment. We'll give you everything you need to know to go out there and do what we, what we do every single day. Fight hard to save the Republic.